What's up guys and welcome to HCS Source episode number 11. My name is Active and with me I've got my duo Why Not Be Casting aka Why Not Be the best caster in the world. Tony, what's up dude? How you doing? How's your day been? Uh really good. Uh it's it's uh busy, really, right? Uh I don't know if I would say best caster in the world hey, or anything like there. that, but you're uh up there to me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But it, it was. Uh, I'll, I'll be honest with you. Today, today's been an absolute crazy day for me. I um, I, I started my day off streaming. Uh, I, I did one of my HGS weekly reports. After that, I went right down to Atlanta to record some content for the United Classic. Ooh. Right after that, I went to get my. Uh, I went to get some clothes altered. Uh, for a special event that I have coming up. Ooh. And then I went to cast Apex, and now right into this show. I'm going to be honest with you. You're I'm tired. exhausted. I don't know <laughs> what's going on. <laughs> Dude, uh, you're a grinder, man. You, you've been talking about that for a long time, and it obviously shows. And uh, that's why, you know, your success is getting up there. So continue what you do and just, uh, yeah, today, you know, you're on fumes. I just got done streaming. I've still got ton, tons of energy, so let's get this going. I just saw those shoulders wiggle, Tony. So I already know you're still, with, with no energy, you're still excited for this show because we got a lot to talk about today. My day, I streamed. I got some really good news. No, not a big deal. You know, some really good news today. And that's pretty much, that's been my day. Uh, but regardless, uh, I don't want to talk about my day too much. What, what do we have to talk about today? What, what's the show going to be about today? Well, I, I need, I needed some help. So I, I have, I have a special guest coming in Okay, and uh, it's my man Kakashi coming in. Cause I don't know if you can see my shirt. Oh, that's a oh, sick yeah. shirt, dude. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not an anime <laughs> fan, but that's a sick shirt, dude. My goodness. <laughs> My man Kakashi had to give me a little bit of strength. He's 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 letting he's letting me know that I'm I'm gonna be taking care of the show today. That uh when we obviously gotta talk about number one, E United Invitational, and then the four spots that are available for the open to make Ooh. it in there. Then, uh, you know, on top of that, we got to talk about that Orlando pool play, which is going to be so crazy. There's just so much going on right now in the world of Halo Esports. So why don't we deep dive into the Invitational format? 64 teams. We do have a best of five, but a single elimination going on for that qualifier. So okay. it's kind of a go big, go home. And that's going to that's gonna run uh, from on the 15th. And then the actual tournament airs from the 16th to the 18th so Oof. single elimination go big go home we already know that united sentinels optic cloud nine space station gaming g1 phase ascend g2 fanatic complexity and native red are going to be the ones already guaranteeing their spot but there's still four spots available going through that qualifier yeah that's one of those things like where you know if you're a team kind of up on the rise and you know i always say like right now is a really good time to get into halo because i truly do think that halo is going to make a, a comeback i just feel that way and if you're getting into it now and if you got a team where you're building chemistry and you can carry that into this game you know with HCS who and I, I think HCS has done a great job uh you know even with what state Halo's in right now HCS is still the like still the cool crowd like people love to, to watch these land tournaments and viewership has been still very very high so you know enter this tournament I mean I believe you have to the 14th so I believe today is the last day so if you're listening to this on the day I release it you probably missed the window but regardless um, there's going to be some great competition here like you said all the invited teams that 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 are uh, already invited I think are really solid and 
and we've seen some crazy things going on in the Halo Data Hive. I want to talk about that a little bit later once we get into pool pool play uh, discussion. But regardless, um, very, very cool tournament. Tony and I will be casting that tournament. So you'll see us there. I believe it's going to be on the United Twitch channel. So make sure you stop by. Make sure you show us some love. It's going to be an all weekend tournament. Very, very fun. Um, and, you know, it, it, this is kind of like a, a great it's going to set a great precedent, I think, for Orlando. It's going to give us a good idea in a tournament type setting for 25 grand who's going to show up to play online we, we've had a little bit of time since the super so very interesting to see how these teams have evolved especially with all the changes going on yeah and, and with single elimination format it's going to be tough you're going to see some crazy upsets and some teams that you would expect to make it out like you know i know you know obviously some favorites going uh into the qualifier i would have to imagine would be you know oxygen esports i would imagine yeah. some of the favorites being you know maybe if collect and mcwin make a squad like they did during that esports arena event just last week they're obviously going up there forbidden fruit you know you're talking about envoy you're talking about hysteria and oh. tony two turn that trio is absolutely deadly Very. so watch out for what they put in. I think Rami, formerly a fanatic, have joined them and they've been running together, at least scrimming together for quite a bit. Uh, obviously, Kratos will probably make a squad with crowd pleasers. So there's plenty of teams that are that are up and coming that are going to try to be fighting for that that those four qualifier spots. But in single elimination, anything can happen. You can have you can get paired up against a team that a lot earlier than expected, <laughs> yeah. and then maybe get upset, uh, you know, maybe your favorite to make it out into top four, but you end up running into some crazy juggernaut. So watch out for that event. It's going to be a lights out, and we talk about $25,000 on the... Hold on, Tim. $25,000 on the line. So you already know everyone is going to be emptying the tank. <laughs> I love it. I love it. It's, a, it's a, you know, uh, obviously, you know, um, it's just, like I said, it's just one of those things that, you know, we're going to be able to see. Orlando is literally the weekend after. So they're very close together. We've got very different tournaments. Obviously, one is on land, one is online. Completely understandable, but still a very good you can call it like a play. You're, you're playing a practice tournament essentially for 25 grand. Like that's that's good. And I I, I want to see I want to see who's going to come out on top because like I said, we're going to go into these. We're going to I want to dive into these Halo Data Hive stats. Uh, if you could pull up Halo Data Hive, Tony, I want to I want to talk about what's going on with that. We're going to do that later. But uh, very very exciting. A lot of these teams are just you know showing a new face and and starting to really perform with just you know one team change and um very it makes orlando that much more exciting and i, I can't be more excited i am as well you know you you kind of talk you kind of alluded to it before that so hs is doing well no matter where you feel uh where halo is right now as as a game you know some people even blaming competitive for the state that halo's in but yeah. you know some might also look at that and say you know what halo is thriving mm. because of competitive and because of hcs and hs is in a great spot and I'm, I'm loving that the infrastructure is there and i'm excited to see where we go from here because you know we still have season two on the rise where and and, and teams are already getting so much better yeah. that when we go into kansas city and we go into this united event which really answer a lot of questions it's a tight race. You know, you, 
you have you have no idea who's gonna make it to that top four. Right. You have no idea. This top six and this top eight is going to be a bloodbath. Oh yeah. You know you can't you can't <laughs> give it to just anybody because this is going to be the most tightly contested top six top eight that we've probably seen in Halo history. Yeah. When you talk about the likes of you know complexity G one G two SSG Ascend Quadrant, uh, you know Navi. Uh, I, I, you know, it, it, that's just me just spitballing a few teams that right. are all contending for top six, top eight. There's more than that. This is going to be a bloodbath. So, if if they're, if you're new to competitive esports, let me tell you, you came in <laughs> at the right time. And uh, speaking of right time, why don't we uh, why don't we go right into pool play? Mm. Because there's a lot of storylines going into pools, and I'm just gonna spit out uh, pool A and pool B. And then I'm going to let you take over pool C, pool D, okay. and then we'll kind of maybe do a little bit of a deep dive into it. So pool A, <laughs> God bless the alphas only. Oh, uh, Optic man. Gaming, you know, they're not bad. They, they're they're kind of bad. They're you know, bad. Some might say kind of good. Some might say the most dominant team in the league right now. <laughs> FaZe Clan, who have had a bit of an up and down season. But if there's one thing I can say is that FaZe have been deadly and they have so much potential. And as of recently, they've looking maybe not exactly like the God Squad we expected them to see, be back in June, but they look a lot better than they did before. Send number one team in Europe right now. Absolutely phenomenal. Then you have Chiefs, the number one team at A and Z, all in the same pool. <laughs> then pool B, you have G1. Native Red, which is going to be so fun to watch those two duke it out. Quadrant, the number two team out of EU, who, by the way, always show up on land. And then Cincinnati, uh, the number two team in Latin America. Why don't you take over Pool C? Of course, Pool C. The Kansas City Champions Sentinels. And, you know, we're going to kind of see if they can repeat. And, you know, uh, even APG on stream said that Sentinels on land has a different level that they tend to break through. And that's kind of scary because if they're already a disgusting team and then on land, you, you break through this other level, it just, it gets scary. And then you got G2 who has, you know, had a little bit of trouble in terms, you know, a barcode, being able to scrim with him. He's been in Australia. I'm not sure what they're kind of doing at this point. You know, that visa gets, get you know, gets people in trouble. Of course, Navi with uh, Jimbo, Kimbo, Snakey, and Mighties. That's going to be a great team as well. They placed, I believe it was second. I, 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 if I'm uh, not mistaken, I believe it was second or third at Valencia. Um, and then Cruelty, they're the the Latam, uh, just the Latam Crushers. I don't know too much about them. Uh, I know Glory Loco and Dra Dra Dragonaic, Noble and Renegan. Do you do you know much about this squad, Cruelty, uh, Tony? Have you have you done any research into them thus far? You're calling out the Cruelty roster, and uh, I w I will say that I, they're they're fighting. Okay. They're, they're fighting. Good. I, I, Good. I remember seeing Noble back in the day who was actually, I, I want to say he might have been on what is now Cincinnati, okay. but he was on that roster at one point. Noble has a very centered, steady shot, very the likes of like suppressed and even formal, for example, very wow. good fundamental shot okay i'm still learning about uh uh, dra, dra, uh excuse me dra, dragonic 
Rinnegan and Gore Loco, but I will say I, I am very familiar with the Rinnegan uh, from watching Naruto. So a lot of powers <laughs> that come in there. You can go. pull your enemy close to Let's you, kind of like you know maybe grapple them in. You can you can pull them, you can push them away like the repulse. And this man starts <laughs> off with it just by having a special eye. So Love lots it. of you know, teleportation as well, which might be a, a form of equipment. So the man starts off with multiple equipments, even some we haven't seen so far, <laughs> just it. from having a special eye. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So that's, uh, you know, Pool C will have that open bracket team there at the bottom. But Pool D, we've got Cloud9, United, J-Ling, and Space Station. Again, Space Station, we talked about them. Uh, the Pittsburgh Knights got picked up by Space Station Gaming. They've secured their spot in Worlds, regardless of how they place here, because because the top two teams in each region will, will secure pools at Worlds. So very, very interesting to know that. Space Station kind of picking them up. Um, not really too sure how they've been doing in terms of scrims, but regardless, uh, it's going to be awesome to see them on land. If we see anything like Kansas City, a lot of international squads are doing really well at these land tournaments. So I'm excited to see when it comes to like Navi and Ascend, of course, and Quadrant, how, you know, if they're able to break through that top eight again, we'll have to see. It's going to be very, very interesting. Uh, but that closes out Pool D. Um, I, I'm very excited for all of these pools, but to me, Pool A is is my goodness that's the that's the death pool of the century right there i mean all of the best teams from each from each region the two top teams from in my opinion i think phase is is up there in the discussion being a top four team um you have to duke it out and it's gonna be interesting to see how phase play against optic in that uh, on on land in that in that first day i'm really excited for pool a because you know you obviously have optic gaming the most dominant team online and now coming into land where Phase Clan look like they are going to be a better land team than they are, are, are online, right. and they already were looking so good, good against uh, United and some other teams as well during these, some of these online tournaments. Uh, and then Ascend, who you know, Ascend are nasty, and Ascend demand respect. If you look over Ascend, they might run over you. Mm -hmm. So 4A <laughs> is definitely really exciting to me, though. I think the dark horse pool that people aren't talking about for some reason is pool B. Okay. And the reason the reason why I say that is because I think you can make a good argument for any one of these teams winning out. Like legitimate like legitimately, obviously I think G1 are the favorites going in, but let's not forget that Native Red were the ultimate dark horse team going into season 1 before G1 were even a thing before <laughs> right. before, before they before they were even crawling, <laughs> Native Red were running. Right. And and Native Red now bringing back Manny onto their roster maybe, maybe even you know uh activating a a honeymoon stage maybe. even though it's the original roster they yeah. started off with and then you have Quadrant which by the way not too long ago Quadrant taking the champions of Kansas City to a game 5 there was at one point in time Quadrant looking like they were about to send Sentinels into the losers yes. bracket Yep. Which would have totally thrown a wrench into a quadrant are a great team. And they're, they're so fundamentally driven and they play so well off of each other. I think they can make a good argument for them coming out on top. And then Cincinnati obviously showing, uh, you know, proving themselves both online and on land to be an absolute force. You know, obviously the dark horse going into this particular pools. But again, another team that if you overlook them, 
they can catch you off a guard. Paul B demands a lot of respect. I agree. And I think not enough people are talking about how close this race is with Paul B. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how G1 performs on land. I think it's the big question. They've done a really good job online, obviously, in that super, doing an incredible job that, you know, people just didn't expect them to perform as well as they did. But... On land, it's a little bit of a different story. I think with Boo Boo as, you know, at the head of the team, I think he will provide that kind of veteranship that they need in order to kind of get past those, you know, maybe uh, uh, main stage jitters or whatever, but it's a different dynamic. And the one thing I will say about G1 is that the organization has prepared them for this. And that's what's uh, very exciting to me. They've, they've taken care of all the intangibles as an organization, you know, getting LASIK for, for, uh, for uh, Swish. <laughs> like that's a, that's a big deal that, that kind of gives you, to be honest, Think about this for a second. If an org is going to buy you LASIK, which is fairly expensive, obviously, right? They're changing your life forever. You're, you want to win even more for that org. Like this org's name is Gamers First, and I truly feel like they're actually about their, their pros. They're actually about the gamers. And that, that to me is really cool. The, the fact that they're also doing all of these tests, they've got these doctors doing reaction speed tests and you know improving reaction time. There's a lot of intangibles that are being taken care of that you will see in a land environment. I, would, I wouldn't have any doubt that they're taking care of all of those. So G1, uh, I really want to see them perform well on land. I think it's just a great squad from the very first day that we saw Boo Boo enter that, enter that team. And we saw him again the next week in the open play with them. And then again, we, we realized that he was in there for good. Um, I've seen the growth of that squad and they're just absolutely incredible. But I've got to go back and talk about phase real quick in pool A. They just had a scrim today versus, I believe it's actually happening right now, versus Sentinels, and they are up 7-3 in that scrim. Not only that, yesterday, they scrimmed against Cloud9 and beat them 8-5. Now, I understand these are online scrims. I completely get that, you know, online is obviously very different than land, but you said it yourself, and I 100% agree with you, that I think FaZe is going to be a way better land team and to see them perform this way against the teams that were destroying them when Snipedown was on the squad, to me, gives me a lot of hope that this team is, is ready to perform and, and potentially break through that top four, potentially go even further. Um, so I'm very excited for the addition of Nick. Apparently, he's added something to this roster that is just, you know incredible obviously with spartan being his duo and them being great friends and you go back to the drama of united where nick was going to get dropped and spartan was pissed because he had no say in it so like these guys are boys and like to put them back together is incredible and i think it's it's one of those things that you can't measure and, and they're they're ready to fight they're ready to fight to prove that you know they belong together and that you know you know with of course with renegade renegade online is He's pissed. He hates online. Like the guy, what? Like every I talk to every time I talk to Spartan, he says Renegade is flipping out. Like it, we did a two v two tournament. Renegade is checked. He he threw his controller. Like he hates online, but on land we know how well he can perform. We know what he what he's capable on uh capable of on land. So very very excited for that for that phase roster. Um, you know one roster I'm not really seeing hasn't been confirmed yet. Uh, as of just yet, and and I don't see any scrims from them as Fnatic very interesting I, actually i do see a scrim from them i'm sorry there is one scrim from Fnatic, uh and that's going to be uh today actually they scrimmed e united in 174 so maybe even this Fnatic roster uh looking looking pretty solid uh for those of you guys that don't know it's gonna be arctic jazeera septify and suppressed 
So that Fnatic roster also looking very, very good. Uh, the the only thing is, like, they're going to have to kind of fight here because they they didn't make pool play. So they're going to have to go all the way through that open bracket and potentially uh, fight through all these really good teams for a chance at, you know, getting top eight. So it's going to be tough. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but, I mean, at the end of the day, you have plenty of time to figure it out right you know leading up leading up into these events and whatnot you know you see g1 really thrive off of getting these points and uh that's where they are today and, and you know fanatic had the same opportunity as g1 and you right. red uh going into these open events and, and sadly didn't perform you know at the, at the end of the day like you know you, you got no one to blame but yourself so you got to go into the open bracket got to go into the gauntlet at the end of the day like you know you, you're you're a part of the organization you're professional players. Right. You're very capable players as well. And now you're bringing in suppressed and Arctic in this team is looking good so far. I, I like the team. So go in the open bracket, prove that you belong. Is it going to be long days? Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's, it's, it, it's, it's a, it's a do or get done type of world. And you got to <laughs> go out and do the damn thing. Luckily, Fnatic obviously realized that no excuses for them to get a seven, four win against E United. Right. I think it's huge because E United, we're putting themselves back into a, you know, that top six, top four category mm -hmm. where we were questioning where they were going to end up when, when you lose out on, on the likes of a Spartan, when you lose out on the likes of a King Nick and having to revamp your roster and now bringing in Snipe down. We questioned where they were going to be. Mm -hmm. And recently, E United have been impressive. But I guess double recently, even more over the last couple of days today and yesterday, you lose out on the scrims against uh, Fnatic seven to four, like you said. Uh, I was gonna intel about that. Oh, I was I was, I was keeping I was keeping uh, tabs on that while I was casting my tournament. And you also had the same scoreline against G one, the very team that you were able to come out and beat when it came to tournament time. So even though E United and Phase are looking better than they did before. We're still seeing inconsistency. Yes. And when it comes to these tournaments, you know, $25,000 online, whatever the hell that prize pool is about to be <laughs> over at Orlando, the one thing we don't want to see is inconsistency because that's when a hole gets created in your defense and teams are going to be looking to exploit you based on any holes, any given opportunity that you give them, they're going to take advantage of. So the one thing I, I want to see at E United and, and FaZe for starting now, and even I'll put G1 in the conversation as well, is I want to start seeing consistency. You need to, there's questions on the table right. and we need to see answers now. Yeah, and, and the consistency, like, you can argue, uh, this is something that I think happens, you can argue that in these scrims and maybe in these online tournaments as well, I mean, we'll have to see when it comes to, it, the higher the prize, the more important it is, obviously, but I feel like these teams don't really, uh, some some players don't really give their all until it until it absolutely is a must like obviously orlando you're qualifying for worlds this is a must if you want to be in that world's conversation you need to perform at orlando and there's also two hundred fifty thousand dollars on the line plus you know if they end up doing crowdfunding again or whatever but regardless 250k on the line you're on land there's zero excuses i think the best come out of the the best players and you know on these scrims you could argue that they're not really giving their all um you know it takes a lot of energy. It really does. It, to give your all in every single game in a scrim, it takes a lot of energy. And I feel like, you know, some of these teams, some of these players, 
kind of reserve that for land. So, you know, a big example is Sentinels. We, you know, they, they don't even wait. They don't even like reserve that for land. They, they reserve that for championship Sunday. Like they literally start slow every single land event. And then on championship Sunday, all of a sudden, okay, wait a minute. We have, we have to, we have to get going. And then it kind of snowballs out of control. And then we have Kansas city. So in my opinion, I think the scrim stats definitely do matter. And, uh, you know, I think they matter with phase and I think they matter with United and, and all of that, but when it comes to a land environment, it's a different story. It, you know, some players potentially perform better under the spotlight. Some players perform slightly worse under the spotlight. It all kind of depends, but we'll have to see. We'll have to see who brings their best game. I I, I cannot, for me, uh, and I, I want to go over predictions in these pools, Tony. Like, who do you think is going to win each pool? But uh, firstly, I, I, I cannot ever take Sentinels out of the winning conversation just because of like the same thing that APG said. They, they've got that extra switch that they can just flip at any time. And then it's like, who the heck are these guys? Like we did not expect what we saw at KC. It was incredible. A 4-0 in the grand finals against Cloud9. Like no one expected that. And, 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 and Sentinels just played out of their minds. Um, it, 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 I think it's just going to come down to, you know, uh, I don't know if they're getting any land practice beforehand at Kansas City. We had that that amazing uh, event, uh, the Kansas City Royals Stadium, you know, where people were able to practice. I love that because you're able to play in a land environment. You're able to kind of, you know, be able to kind of practice those skills and get back into that mode and that flow state of playing on land. It's a very different game. You can peak shot on land. You cannot peak shot online. You can go for certain things on land. You cannot go for them online. You can, uh, you can over peak online when you can't do that on land. If you get caught out, you're dead. And then that's a, that's an, that's a flag cap. That's a play made that's control on the map. So very interesting. Uh, it's going to be, exci- it's going to be exciting. I think Orlando's one of the most exciting events, obviously all year. This is this is it. You know, all of these teams have played for this moment because this decides who goes to Worlds. And uh, that, to me, is the most exciting part. With all these team changes, the best of the best have to come out and play their best. And uh, I, I want to really quickly uh, talk about something you said about Native, Native Red. I think that's really cool that you brought that up, that, that reignition of, of the honeymoon stage. When you're broken up for a little while and then you kind of come back together like, yeah, we're boys, like, you know, you know, and, and I, I, I listened to a little bit of your interview with the native owner, and he had said something like, they said that this is their best chance to place high. And to me, I agree 100%. You know, there's no one on the, on the free agent market list that, it, that is going to be on this native red squad that's going to help them place higher than those four guys. Can they break into the top four, though? I think it's going to be tough, but we'll, we'll see. What, let, let, let's, let's do some predictions, Tony. What, what do you think about uh, each pool? Who do you think is going to win out on each pool? Before I get to uh, predictions, I, I, yeah. I'll get right into it. I do want to hone on just one more matchup. Please. Um, you know, we talked about, because we talked about, you know, G1 and Native. We talked about Optic and Phase. I think there's one more matchup that's worth uh, focusing on, mm-hmm. and that's in Pool D. You have Cloud9 and E United. My, my, my reason being is that both of these squads have gone through major changes as well. Obviously, Renegade, your main slayer, leaving Cloud9. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, United, we talked about, obviously, uh, Spartan and King Nick coming out, Snipe Down coming in, and the same for Suspector as well. And you have two play styles that, uh, you know, Cloud9, obviously, you know how to change the pace, but their default play style is aggressive. And same for United, they know how to change the pace as well, but their default play style is defensive. Right. So... I'm really going to be excited to watch that matchup between Cloud9 and United. So I just wanted to highlight that real quick. And when it when it comes to predictions, I'm not gonna lie to you. Like like I 
I root for storylines, but I tend to go the safer route. Yeah. Um. So I'm 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 not gonna be too exciting. Like with pool A, you know, I really want to go phase winning right. that out. I really <laughs> right. do. I think it's a great storyline. But as dominant as Optic looked, I'm gonna go Optic come out in first. I think it's and I think it's the same thing. I think Ascend play can play phase really well. Yeah. And I think that matchup is gonna be closer than people than people think. It's not going to be a sweep in either direction. But again, with a tightly contested matchup, I'm gonna go with who I feel the favorites are going. I'm not gonna try to waver. And as much as I would like to go with Ascend, who I think are capable, right. give me phase. I think Ascend and Cheeks are gonna go at it. I think it's gonna be fun to watch. Give me Ascend. And I, I could even say I would be confident enough to say that that might be able to be a sweep in favor of Ascend. So uh, even though I think there's a chance that this is going to be a lot closer than people think, I'm going to go to safe routes and give me Optic first, Fade second, Ascend third, and Chiefs fourth. Okay. Um, I, I will uh, I will go um, onto pool B because I pretty much agree with what you said. Um, this is the pool that you called. I'm boring too. Yeah, I'm boring too. <laughs> I, <laughs> this is the pool uh, that you called the death pool. Is that what you called it? Um, a kind of you know we don't I know. I think it's a dark horse pool. Underrated, oh, dark horse. Okay. Uh, pool. Gotcha. I, I and I I also agree with that statement. Uh, I think G1 take this this pool. I think they're in first for this pool. I think that uh, like I said. The intangibles are taken care of. Lan is not going to be a question for this team. I think they're going to do just fine. Um, you know, uh, they got breakout team at Kansas City without Boo Boo. With the addition of Boo Boo, we've seen what they're capable of, and all Boo Boo does is bring more veteranship to this squad on land. So I think they're m more than prepared. Um, you know, Quadrant, I think they're pretty disgusting. Um, and, you know, I, I think they're a great squad and I they broke top eight, I believe, at Kansas City. Am I correct, Tony? The uh, quadrant broke yes. top eight. Yep. So um, but but we had we, we can't we can't stop talking about native red like these guys. Like you said, that that little bit of, you know, honeymoon stage, maybe coming back again, uh, being able to once again play on land together um, in a land environment. So I, I think I think it kind of sticks the way it is. Um, Cintra Negra, I, I think they're a great squad, but I think, you know, quadrant versus them, it's going to be. Quadrant's just so disgusting. I think that it'll definitely be one-sided. I think that'll be a sweep, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah. Pretty much as it stands, G1, Native, Quadrant, uh, Cintra Negra for me. For on pool D. Uh, pool B, I'm sorry. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Native Red consistently get top six on land, which is great. But this top six, top eight, is gonna, like I said before, it's going to be a bloodbath. It's going to be the it's gonna be the toughest and the most competitive top eight, top six that we've seen in quite some time at G1. Definitely running with. So I'm gonna agree with you. G1 first, native red second. Uh, I, I think Quadrant are very capable. I, I would feel more confident in putting my money on Quadrant if they didn't just get 12 forward by Shopify Rebellion. And that, that's not a shot on Shopify Rebellion. I think Shopify Rebellion are a lot better than people think. And I, yeah. and I actually, I, for the first time, I think Shopify Rebellion might be able to make it out of open bracket. That's how good. I think they are, which by the way, again, the open bracket also going to be an absolute gauntlet. You got Fnatic freaking in there, yeah. for God's sake! So you already know that shop that, I, uh, that it's going to be a it's going to be a tough match uh, matchup. But I think Shopify Rebellion are sneakily amazing. Mental is incredible, I, uh, and that team plays great fundamentals. But yeah, um, I just want to. I, I just want. I'm, I'm sorry. sorry, I didn't mean to. I just want to touch on something real quick. We actually played Shopify Rebellion. I I entered a. Uh, uh, <laughs> tournament uh it was the jj events tournament with um with one of my i, I do coaching uh and one of my students uh you know 
I, I wanted to enter with him to kind of see how his team, you know, performed and, and what, what they were like. And we ended up uh, getting two of them, two people from his team and then Hunter JJX and me, uh, of course, on mouse keyboard. And our first matchup was, of course, Shopify Rebellion. And we absolutely mm -hmm. got smashed. Like they they are so good at at capitalizing on damage. Like it is impressive to me. You know, the fact that I take two shots out of position just by a slight step and they are literally three on me at the same exact time to make sure that kill gets cleaned up. I was goosing for the first five minutes of a Slayer game and it was awful. Like Hunter, literally Hunter JJX literally said, okay, it's time to get Tim a kill because that's how long it took me to get a kill versus those guys. It was amazing. I just wanted to say that because yeah, I 100% agree with you that they're a great squad. Obviously, we're not on that level and it has nothing to do with, you know, them placing uh, or making it out of open bracket, but very, very good squad that's very good on capitalizing on mistakes, the little tiny mistakes that you make. Yeah, they're good. And uh, they proved the 12 in quadrant in scrims literally just today. Crazy. So um, I, I think this I think this pool is going to be so tight. It's going it, 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 it is it's all of all of it, because you can make a good argument for any one of these teams to come out on top. But when it comes to closely contested uh, series, I tend to go with the favorites, even though I root for the underdogs. So, you know, I'm right there with the G1 first, Native second, Quadrant third, and since the negative fourth, again, it's a little bit boring, but uh, that's uh, that's kind of what, what the direction I'm going to be going with. So going into Pool C, I'm going to go again. Pretty boring. Yeah, I would go right in, right in, right in the row. Central <laughs> first, G two second, Navi third, and give me cruelty in in fourth. Mm. Just because I and and to be honest with you, I don't think Sentinels gonna come close. I don't think anybody's gonna come close to Sentinels. Uh, may, may, maybe in pool play it's a chance because you know, like like we said, Pittsburgh Knights now SSG were able to take them in the game five in pool play. Yeah. So uh, they tend to not catch fire until late until Sundays. Uh, I think G2 and Nav are going to be closer than people think, but uh, I don't know, man. It, G2 are good. They are. And Barco really puts them over the edge if he makes it out. Um, so, you know, I, I'm going to go right in order. I'm not going to go anything uh, sexy uh, when it comes to Pool C. All right. So, like, for me, I, I kind of want to do a little bit of talking about G2. I think they're in a very interesting position because not having a player that is, that is able to, um, you know, that, that's able to be with you and, and scrim with you, etc. is honestly, it's tough. You, you know, you're not able to, you're not able to build that chemistry. And um, unfortunately it's, it comes down to obviously his visa and all that stuff. And, and I believe we talked last episode, Tony, about this, where Gilkey had said they're watching film and all of that. And they're able to get a couple scrims in here and there. But my worry is like, they're a fantastic squad, but with a new addition of, barcode and him not being able to really get much practice in with this squad it's going to make it really difficult i'm i'm guessing that potentially they're doing something where you know they're they're going to prepare for this you know grunt classic maybe they got barcode back over again and you know they're preparing for that right now which i think will be really good for them this grunt classic is is a lifesaver for these guys like their ability to kind of use this as like a test tournament, like I said, a $25,000 test tournament, you know, to practice for Orlando. But uh, it's a it's a big deal, man. Uh, like I said, Worlds Worlds is, is right, around, right around the corner. And this Orlando tournament is so very important. I have to stress that. So um, very, I'm a little worried about G2. 
but uh, we'll see. You know, maybe you know that review has done them good. You know, obviously Barco's probably been grinding on his own, uh, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll have to see um, how they perform. But a little bit worried that they haven't gotten any practice um, since you know since that Kansas City turn, or I'm sorry, since that Super. It's it's gonna it's gonna be tough, but I will say that uh, I think I think G two is gonna be good. Uh, going into Pool D, I'll, I'll make things a little bit interesting just for the sake of doing so. Okay. Um, I think Pool D is gonna be another one of those. Uh, another another one of those, or at least United. No one of those teams are gonna be better on land than they are online. And I'll I'll go a little bit interesting just for the sake of doing so. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go. Which by the way, uh, ladies, uh guys. If you guys have any questions in the chat, let's open it up right. Let's open it up right now. Good idea. If you guys have any questions in the chat right now, place them in here because we are going to do a Q and A, a live one. And I have a feeling you guys have a lot of questions about how big, how small, how dumb, how smart. Go in and and put your questions in, and I promise we'll address, if not every damn close to every question you guys put into the chat right now. Um, but I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little bit crazy with Paul D. I'm gonna say. United in oh, first place, <laughs> Cloud Whoa. Nine second. Whoa! I'm gonna say, even though J-Lings are the favorites going into that matchup, give me SSG third Whoa. and J-Lings fourth. I'm gonna go way out of it. left field for Pool D. Just for I mean, we we've, we've been so cookie cutter the rest of the yeah, way. Yeah. Let 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 let's have a little bit of fun here. Yeah, I, I like it. You, you got to do that sometimes. Um, for me, I, I'm gonna be boring. Um, but I do. I, I'm gonna pretty much stick with you know Cloud Nine, United, Jaylings, and Space Station. But I I want to talk about Cloud Nine real quick. Um, because since their change, um, and I think this might go for a lot of teams, but it's kind of interesting for Cloud Nine since their change, they have not played with Bound on land yet. And, and I know, like I said, you know, there's been a lot of team changes and uh, I'm sure a lot of teams are in this position. Uh, most of them are in this position, but I feel like, you know, Cloud9 haven't really been impressing me online. Um, and I'm thinking that maybe it comes down to Bound not liking the online experience. Obviously, I, I feel like, you know, uh, I love the guy. He's, he's really funny and I think he's mostly being entertaining. But you know, every time you go into a stream, he's complaining about something. He he he's he's it's comical. I think he's mostly doing it for entertainment. But I don't think the guy likes the game online. <laughs> I don't think most people do. But I think he's like above and beyond. Uh, and I think you know, Bound has consistently uh, performed on LAN. So is a potential that there's a little bit of a change there, where you know, Cloud Nine are obviously a dominant team already. But I think. With Bound being online, I think that they'll kind of pull together a little bit tighter and just be a, a, an overall better team. Um, with United, uh, United is a weird one. Like you said, very inconsistent. And I, I don't. Uh, I know Snipe Down has been playing a little bit of Apex recently. Like he was kind of just full on playing Halo when he was on Phase, and then now he that was he's playing on, Apex today. Yeah, I just casted him. that's what I'm saying. So like now that he's on a United, he's like think about how the how it's kind of changed. Like you know when he was on phase he was like you know i'm full-on committed halo that's all i'm doing that's all he really did on stream at least and now he's you know back to playing a lot of apex and i think that's fine he's really good at both games like really good i don't think he needs to practice 24 7 to be good but uh just kind of uh you know it's it's interesting because the inconsistencies are there um but when it comes to snipe down i think on land again uh he will perform as well so um 
it's it, when it comes to those two, I think the Cloud Nine take it, but I don't think it's going to be a sweep. I think I think it's going to be a good series, honestly. Um, and then uh, of course, Jaylings and Space Station. I hope Space Station plays well. I hope they I hope they do well. Um, I think that series might go to uh, to to Space Station, but I think that'll be a close series. I, I really like Jaylings. I have Morga, Flux, Quad, and and Septic. I like this squad. Uh, I, I think Morga is really good. Um, We'll, we'll we'll see though it, it it's going to be interesting i think uh space station's kind of already got that world spot secured if you think about it um so i don't i, I think that might play into the mental a little bit maybe not um i don't know I, I i don't i think for professionals that stuff doesn't really come into the mental i think just they just want to win um but anyway i think pool d is pretty much standard in my opinion you also North America doesn't uh we don't know too much about Jaylings esports, but they're 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 a juggernaut when it comes to the AU region and uh they've earned their spot mm. here in pool play. It's gonna be really excited to watch them. They also have a lot of land experience as well. So you know, there's not just a squad that's coming in like you know, a sender a bunch of young guns and they're very new to land. Uh Jaylings, they have experience on land. I think that really matters going in. Uh, I'm really excited to watch uh, that uh, all, all of Orlando, but especially pool play, because uh, yeah. it's gonna it's gonna answer so many questions that we have. Because with all these changes going on with the rosters and even shift the momentum, so many players are getting better and better. Dude, it's and so crazy. <laughs> it, it's it's crazy. To, it's crazy to think how wide open the competition mm. is going in, going into Orlando. Like you kind of alluded to, really excited to see what we have with the EU Grunt Classic because it might answer some of the questions. Right. But to be honest with you, those questions aren't going to truly get answered until we get to on land. It might it might answer a few, might guide us, but we we still have, we still have so much going on. So when we get to land, that's when we're going to really start to uh, figure things out here. Uh, we have some questions in the chat right now. Yeah, let's go through them. Um, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with. I'm not even gonna vet these questions. I'm, just, I'm gonna read you them out did, word for just word. Do it out. Let's, let's go. go. Let's, have let's fun. go right in. We'll open up the lines then here. Let's go. Uh, st starting off with a uh, question. Anyone dropped them? All right, why not an active going to be in Orlando and Worlds? I will answer that question by saying that no matter whether I'm working or not. I will 100% be at Orlando and Worlds. Uh, it will be my first Worlds event that I've ever gone to in any esport. And whether I'm wor working or attending as a spectator, uh, I will 100% be at both Orlando and Worlds. And I wouldn't miss it for the world. <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, for me, they haven't uh, announced uh, any talent just yet. They haven't, uh, you know, confirmed any talent as of just yet. Um, I, I, so I, I don't know if I'm going to be there or not. Uh, I'm going to try to make worlds no matter what, like Tony said, uh, definitely for worlds. I'll be there no matter what with Orlando. I'm just, I'm not sure. I haven't really made any reservations or anything like that. So I'm not exactly sure if I'm going to be there. Um, if, if I do, you know, if they do announce talent and I'm on there, then obviously I'll be there, but I, I am unsure as of right now. So, um, let's, um, let's go to little slim dog, sim dog. Who has the easiest pool, Tony? Who has the easiest pool in 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 this pool play? Uh, in this pool play that we're gonna get at HCS Orlando. It's tough for me to say the word easy because I feel like it's not gonna be easy regardless. Right. Like, like, but I will say, com compared to the rest, I think I'm I'm very confident in saying that Sentinels sweep their entire pool. Mm -hmm where I can make a really good argument for any one of these pools 
where the number one seeded team might get upset. So uh, I don't like using the word easiest, but I will say I'm very confident that Sentinels can sweep their pool more confident than any other pool seeing a sweep. I, I would agree. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, <laughs> this is no contest. You're damn copycat. <laughs> yeah, pool it's your C. Own opinion. Yeah, pool C is uh, is definitely. I would say the easiest. Sentinels is definitely going to take that one by storm. Uh, secondary, I would say pool A with Optic. I think Optic is going to rip everyone in that pool apart. Even Phase. I I I want to see Phase succeed. I want to see Phase potentially take Optic to the distance, but. Optic is just so good. Like they are just so good. They their their problem has been LAN. And, you know, with how confident they're sounding, how confident they sounded after the super, how confident, you know, after winning the super. I think them winning that super, even though it was online, was a big statement for them. I, I think that they really needed that, and it's going to give them that confidence going into Orlando and going into on LAN. If they do not win Orlando. If Optic do not win Orlando, something is internally wrong with something, okay? Whether it's a mental thing, whether it's, you know, nerves or whatever, we got to figure that out because I'm telling you, like, above and beyond, Optic is the best team in this entire tournament. Like, they are the best team. And, uh, you know, if they don't win, it's because of something else. It's because of an intangible. And it's because of, like, a mentality or or... Um, you know, maybe just, you know, the spotlight or something, uh, which I wouldn't assume for any of those players because I think all of them are vetted in that sense. Um, so, you know, when it came to Sentinels, when it came to Sentinels at Kansas City, Optic just got into a situation where Royal 2 made a play. Formal said this. They, they did a documentary on it. Royal 2 made a play and Formal's checked the rest of the tournament. It happens. That's a mental thing. It's very, very big deal like you know you can't get checked in that sort of situation it's unfortunate but uh we'll see we'll see uh we'll see but i think yeah i think pool c and then probably pool a would be the next one for me next question we got is uh tacos or burritos Ooh, okay. i think i think when i was younger mm. i would go on the side of burritos like uh, like and I, I love a breakfast burrito i love a good burrito in general i just think as i get older uh i tend to lean more towards tacos uh, I just think I just think burritos sometimes can be a little bit much. You're, you're trying to pack in tons of, of, of ingredients and flavors all together and melt it. Sometimes it feels a little bit out of place. Mm -hmm. Like you need a really, really good burrito to warrant ordering a burrito over a taco. I just feel like taco, you're able to meld in those flavors and ingredients a lot easier and it's a little bit more tame. So I think as I get older uh, and my taste buds uh, start to get more refined and sophisticated, I think I'm going to go tacos over burritos. Although when I was younger, I would choose burritos all day. Yeah, I love tacos. I'm on keto, so I can't have any of those, unfortunately. I, I haven't decided yet, Tony, if if I end up you know, going to Orlando. I haven't decided yet if I'm going to break. Anytime I go to like any event, I haven't decided if I'm going to break keto yet. Like if I'm just going to like say, okay, for this event, screw it. You know, I'm not uh, no diet right now. We're just going to enjoy ourselves. I haven't decided yet. It's kind of a difficult one. But uh, but yeah, I can't have any tacos, but tacos would be my go to. I actually, you know, it's not a very popular opinion, but I actually love Taco Bell. Um, it, it, to be honest, it was like my uh, this is kind of weird, but it was like my depressed meal. I don't know if you guys have one of those where you're just having a really hard day. I'm going to order me some Taco Bell and I go and like order like five things and just just throw them down. And uh, and then I it only cost six dollars. <laughs> And it only costs six bucks, so I'm not. 
Yeah, so I'm not feeling guilty. Um, yeah, dude, I love Taco Bell, man. I know everyone's like, oh, that's gross, you know, whatever. But yeah, I, I love it, to be honest. So uh, yeah, my go-to is definitely uh, a taco. But I also, from Taco Bell, it's a Crunchwrap Supreme. So it's not really a taco. It's like a it's like a pizza bread thing. I don't know. You guys know what a Crunchwrap is. That's my favorite thing from there. So anyway, I'm getting hungry now, and uh, I'm, on, uh, I'm <laughs> fasting right now. So I can't eat till tomorrow morning. So we're not talking about food anymore. Well, next up, we're not going to talk about food. We're going to talk about a young, hungry player, and that's going to be SLG. Is SLG a pro? And I would say not only is SLG a pro, but SLG is a pro's pro. Uh, he, he, he obviously it's really tough because we, you know, not many of us speak French here in North America. Yeah. But he's the IGL, and he's also one of the leading slayers on this roster. So it's you know, I always have so much respect for anybody that can IGL and slay at the same time because normally your IGL sits behind and doesn't have to get as many kills. You know, I, I that's, why, that's why I always put, you know, the likes of the Frosties, the Snake Bites, the Ryan Noobs, and even now, or even not now, but even Eco as well, you know, up above the rest because you're just, there's more responsibility on you. Uh, I think SOG is definitely a pro and one of the best to do it. You're on the number two team out of your uh, out of Europe, which is very contested right now. When you talk about the likes of Ascend, J Lings, and Navi right, are contesting yeah. for that top two. So uh, not only do I believe he's a pro, but I think he's a pro's pro and uh, one that uh, that that everybody should aspire to be. And he's young as hell, too. He's a viewer's pro, too. Did you see the plays at Kansas City? My, I need to see more stuff like that. I need to I need to see more stuff like that at Orlando. I want to see plays being made. It was him and Chick, I think, who who, who got both got overkills. I need to see more of the that. Chick got back-to-back overkills oh, by, by himself. Oh. <laughs> Crazy. I, I need to see more of that. That's what I need to see because those, those are the moments that, like, they transcend years like that. Those are the moments we need in Halo. Those were those are what make Halo Halo. You, there's so many moments you remember, like, you know, snipe down on straight rip and getting, you know, sniper it on the pit on top tower. And he no scopes the guy on bottom tower. I forgot who it was. And then, uh, you know, Goofy, you know, popping off as a young kid, getting that snipe. I believe it was on TD on hysteria to win the game, like stuff like that transcends years. And uh, we need more of that in Halo Infinite. So I'm calling on Chick and SLG and all of Quadrant to get crazy clips once again at Orlando because I want to see them. I'm down. I'm ready. I want to see plays. Uh, next question I got coming up here is, and I'll be honest, I, I'm I, so, so I guess this was covered, but why would they put regional number ones in the same pool? I'm not exactly sure what made up the pools. I don't know if it's just like a cumulative of, of points yeah. uh, based on all regions. I, I'll be honest, I don't know exactly what made up the pools uh my, my job is to uh look good and to talk about <laughs> it not to know the whys <laughs> yeah i don't actually know the whys either uh i'm not exactly I'm sure sorry. i'm sure it's point driven uh obviously but i don't know um the intricacies of it same as tony I, i'm pretty much just uh i look at the pools that they give me and i say this team this team this team this, this team and you know make assumption you know make some estimated guesses um uh, based off of knowledge but uh so yeah um on to the next question well, I will say, I, yeah. I will say, yeah. uh, I, I, Akira, I know, I know you're one of our, uh, one of our viewers as well. Uh, I'm going to ask some, ask around, and I idea. will get the answer to that for you mm. and relate to once I get the answer. Sorry, Go it, it would be good to know. So I want to know as well. When once you find out, I want to know too. Um, it's definitely good information to know. If Phase do bad in the next tourney, who are they dropping and then picking up? Uh, this is by California one one seven. Okay, do you want me to go for it? Question. Wait, what? You missed a question. What what did I miss? It was tacos. 
Then SSG? Oh, versus... Oh, yeah. actually, oh, I missed the question. I'm sorry. Go on. I, th I think I missed the question. Um, yeah, so if, if FaZe do bad in the next tourney, who are they dropping and then picking up? If FaZe do bad in the next <laughs> tournament... Uh, I don't know. I, I don't know if maybe Renegade leaves and causes another storm. Uh, potentially. I, I think that's definitely a potential. I think that Falcated, Nick, and Sparty are pretty much locked. I don't think they're going anywhere. So I think it would be like Renegade leaving if they really underperform and he's not happy. Um, but again, I don't know. I, I, and I think, again, if he left, it would cause it just a ginormous storm. Like, this gets me so excited. Like, we have another season after that. Like, oh, I just can't wait to see, like, where we end up, the new maps, like, these new rosters next season. Like, we haven't even got done with this one, and I'm already excited. Like, it's crazy. I, I think that that's my opinion. I think Renegade would leave. Like, if they placed outside of top eight somehow i think renegade would leave or even outside of top four um I, th I don't think he'd be very happy with that and i think some changes will be made but i think falcated and uh nick and spartan stay i'll be honest i think phase trip and fall into top six like i i i, I, I find it very tough for them to drop us out of top I, eight i agree with that yeah. um I, I i think i think regardless you you, you get what you know, even if they have a bad tournament and end up you know top six top eight say for example i think i think you stick it together um, if, if there's any fall guy on on this roster, to be honest, I think it's King Nick. Uh, I, I and, and and I hate to say because I think King Nick brings so much to to the squad and they look so good with them. But if there is a fall guy, I think if anybody, it's King Nick. But I think even if they have a bad tournament, so you, I think I think you still they, they still qualify for Worlds regardless. I can't see a world where they don't qualify for Worlds, and I think they go in together and go in with the right attitude. And and if they are going to make some changes, you know, you you make that. Going into season two, mm. I don't. I think. I think season one, you're you're locked in, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's. I always talk about how important it is to stick together as a team, and uh, you know, we watched Phase like you called them the God Squad in the beginning, and we all we all thought they were going to perform incredibly, and I actually thought they were going to stick with that roster till, uh, you know, until Worlds. And I'm kind of glad that they didn't because obviously that one change, they're performing so much better, and it goes to show once again that chemistry is king. You know, people kind of laugh it off like, oh, you know, whatever. You don't have to like your team. You just got to win. That's I don't agree with that whatsoever. If you don't like the players you're with, your mentality is going to be completely different. You're not going to want to win. Like Sparty with Nick, these guys are going to want to win even more now. The fact that they're together once again, you know, they had that situation with United. I think they're just going to have that fire inside. That's just going to make them play so well uh, at Orlando. But um, it's one of those things. It's just very important. I think chemistry, building that chemistry is very important, but FaZe is a great uh, example of what happens when it's just not working out. You know, um, I, I like it's just not working out. You got to make a change. And they did uh, at, a, at a perfect time, by the way, <laughs> at a very perfect time. <laughs> but regardless, yeah, I think um, I think you're right. The only thing about Nick, you know, being that player that, you know, gets dropped or whatever, if he doesn't perform, I don't think Spartan's leaving Nick, man. These guys are like best friends. I, I don't think in, in any world Spartan, Sparty leaves Nick. I think Sparty really respects Nick as a player. I think he thinks he's a, an incredible player. I agree with him, and I don't think they split up at all. So that's why I kind of brought up Renegade. But regardless, let's go on to the next question real quick. Um, so it looks like the next one is going to be... Um, Mac. Mac. G2 right. still going to top their pool. I think it's a, I think it might be a statement, right? Is that the one I you're talking a, about? 
No, I, I have a, a, a question. Question. Oh, I was oh, actually one before then, though. Okay. Actually, little sim dog knowing OG just won the online super. Do you two see them winning this grunt class? I'm sorry, oh, I, yeah, I, yeah. I, I went, I went too far. That's okay. that, that, that's the next question. Yeah, I think you're right. And you want to answer first? You want you want to take that one first? Um, or you uh, want me to online super? I mean, I, I don't I don't even see how you don't have optic winning any online tournament going forward right now. I mean, right, you're yeah. talking about one of the most dominant teams that we've seen online uh, in probably Halo's history. Right. Uh, they're, 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 they're insane. I, I think the only questions we have about Optic Gaming is uh, can they convert that same success to on land? Like, it, it, you're, you're, you are not only winning these scrims, not only winning these tournaments, but you are looking like the clear best team while doing it. Yeah, give 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 me optic game. I, I think not only optic gaming are the favorites going into the Grand Classic, but I think they've done enough to even earn enough right to be the favorites going into Kansas, uh, sorry, into Orlando as well. Uh, they just have to go and improve that they can still succeed even on land. I think, and I talked about it before. I think the Super was a big confidence booster for these guys, and I think if they win the Grand Classic, that's an even bigger confidence boost for these guys. So, um, I mean, they're uh, they. <laughs> Uh, how many scrims is here? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15. They are 13 and 2 in scrims. From, you know, like that is absolutely incredible. Okay. Um, to me, and a lot of these are just so one-sided. Online, there's no question for this Optic squad. So do they win the Grunt Classic? Unless freaking someone gets sick or something or someone's thumb falls off yes <laughs> gonna, i don't think they i don't think they uh, any team uh stands a chance but i would love absolutely love especially being a caster for that tournament i would love to be proven wrong because that upset would be phenomenal and it would really shake things up for orlando in my opinion I know we're probably running close on the hour if we haven't already crossed it so i'm probably gonna you know bring it down so maybe like two questions left one of them like it. uh being mac uh, predictions for the top four at Orlando. Okay. And I'm going to say, uh, I'll, I'll go simple. You know, I'll, I'll go safe optic Sentinels cloud nine and uh phase. Mm. I think that, I think that's a safe bet. Uh, could I see United coming out on top? I, I could. Could I see G1 upsetting? Yes. And, and 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 then from that, you know, once once you put G1 in that conversation, then you can make arguments for, you know, G2, Native Red, Complexity, and uh, even, even other teams like, you know, Ascendant Quadrant. That top four is so wide open it is. that, again, whenever it's closely contested, I go with the favorites. And, the, the, you know, I I would put Cloud9 as even bigger question mark than I put FaZe, to be honest with you. If there's any team that gets knocked out of that top four, I'm looking at Cloud9. I haven't seen the level of consistency out of them, at least with FaZe. I haven't seen consistency out of them as well, but I've seen moments of sheer brilliance mm -hmm. where Cloud9, we've seen them look great, but we've seen FaZe look elite again, and I still yet have seen to see Cloud9 enough to say that I've seen them look elite. So uh, I, I, I'm still going to go safe for my top four. Okay, uh, I'm not going to. Um, I, think, uh, I think Sentinels win. I think Optic Gaming gets second. I think um, FaZe get third. And I think G1 get fourth. I like that. I, I think that's. I, I, I didn't put mine in order. I, I, oh, okay. I just realized that. I didn't put, I didn't put mine in order. It's all good. Yeah. So that, that's <laughs> definitely, I would say that's definitely mine. Um, I think that G1 are such a good team and they get along and they've got that organization. Like I talked, you got to go on the organization's page and just look at what they're doing for these guys. Like I think. 
I'm a, if you guys haven't noticed yet, I'm a big mental person. Like when it comes to <laughs> thinking about the mentals of these pro players and what it takes to, to transcend themselves into reaching their, you know, their height and their peak and peak performance. And I think, you know, uh, G2 has got all of that stuff covered and they show that. And I'm sorry, G1, uh, and they show that. And I think that's amazing. Uh, I think they're going to be perfectly fine on land. Uh, I think Boo Boo picked up the squad for a reason. Uh, I think they're definitely top four and definitely in the top four conversation. Cloud nine, I've like still very big question marks. I just feel like they're obviously not the same without Renegade. And I just don't feel like they've kind of crossed anywhere near uh, that, that sort of a threshold, but um, we'll, we'll have to see. And then E United are kind of a question mark for me as well with snipe down the squad. Um, we'll have to see. Those are both very big question marks for me as cloud nine and E United. I'll be honest. I, I think I think ending with the top four is probably like the best way to end. It. I mean, I if you want to keep going with a couple more questions, no, I we love can. That. I but, love that ending. But I, I think I think you know all the roads lead to Orlando. We talk <laughs> about the top four. I think I think now is I think we're probably at the hour mark. I would imagine, yeah, or at least really you are close literally to it. So, uh, fifteen seconds away from it. So I love it. Good job, Tony. Oh, wait, so hold on. Uh, oh, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an incredible show, Tony. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, let them know where they can find you, Tony. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, everywhere. If I land on me, uh, uh, I, I, I stream on Twitch every single day, twitch.tv backslash why not underscore B underscore casting. Uh, I upload to YouTube now, uh, you know, what pretty much one video a day, and then I'm doing shorts and TikTok as well. All of those are why not be casting on YouTube and uh, on TikTok. I uh, do two live podcasts a week, including this one, the HTS to the source, and then you can find me cast on esports arena and plenty of other tournaments. Uh, HS, I've been around the block a few times. Uh, I've uh, I, I said a point where you know I talk about it all the time. You know, there's nowhere that there's if I have time and I can you know sacrifice a bit. I think that's where you see what my grind is, and uh, and man. I, I, I want to grind. I want to put in the work, and I want to be one of the best. So uh, yeah, anything Halo esports or Halo related in general. I'm usually getting involved. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's my favorite thing about you is is how much you grind. I think it's very very important, and uh, having that mentality is very important uh, for me. Uh, I stream every single weekday on Twitch. Uh, I have a little bit of a different situation. I've got uh, four kids to handle, so I gotta balance my time as best as possible, which it, it gets really difficult sometimes. But I but I do my best. Um, I do cast any tournament that I can, and like I said, I stream uh, you know weekly, uh, um, and also um, I upload to youtube as well and I, I do content on youtube i got a lot of videos on topics and stuff like that about halo what my thought process is on that so definitely check out the youtube active tv and uh, of course on twitter at active e and you can find me all those places and uh maybe if hcs picks me up you'll find me in orlando we'll have to see about that guys all right thank you guys so much again for watching um my name is active this is tony we will be back next wednesday live at 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash HCS to source. We will, we, we, we might not be live on Wednesday. Uh, I, that's right. I forgot. We might not be, but if we're not live next week, we will see you the week after. Okay. Tony, you got me there. Well done. All right, guys, I will see you next time. Make sure you show some love. You are, we're on Spotify. We're on Apple podcasts, Google podcasts. We're freaking everywhere. And we're both kind of a freaking big deal. We'll see you next time.